Welcome to the Sell Your Brilliance Summit, where we empower entrepreneurs to elevate their influence. We're here to ignite your entrepreneurial spirit and help you showcase your unique talents to the world. I'm your host, Michelle Parad, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on this journey of unlocking your true potential. Enjoy this summit. I can't wait to connect with you. So how do we go about really finding and curating that courage within ourselves to pursue our heart's desire? And here to talk to us about this topic is Anita Adams. She really emphasizes the need to quiet the mind, tap into the heart and use meditation for clarity to create a life of purpose and joy. She shares her personal experience of leaving her former life and embracing minimalism. Anita Adams is an award-winning leader and spiritual entrepreneur. She's the former founder and CEO of a national nonprofit arts organization that she ran for 18 years and really understands what it takes to be a leader with impact. In 2020, she recreated herself and launched Joyful Inspired Living, an organization dedicated to guiding people to find clarity of purpose and create a life with meaning. She is certified as a life and leadership coach, public speaker, and the host of the Joyful Journey podcast. Anita just released her new book, Whispers of the Soul. You're going to really enjoy her storytelling skills and her perspective. So I can't wait for you to hear from her. So Anita, thank you so much for being here at the Sell Your Brilliance Summit. I'm so excited to have you on here. And I wanted to just start by, well, first of all, just introducing the topic um, that we have today, which is finding clarity and confidence to step into the best version of you. And um, this is a topic near and dear to my heart as well as I try to pave my way towards uh, self-actualization, which is a topic I really enjoy talking about. So I know that we're going to have a great conversation. Maybe just to start with, what would be someone who's just starting on the path of purpose or switching careers, what would you suggest could be a starting point for them to tap into that inner wisdom and and higher self? Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, for me and many of my clients, it really is just finding time for yourself to really uh, tune in and give yourself the space. Like we're so busy, right? And we wear that busy badge all the time, just running between one thing and another. If you're a parent and you've got kids or, and partners that you're trying to take care of and you're trying to either grow a business or find a new business or changing careers or whatever it is, we just have this constant deluge of stuff on us and in our minds we're we're constantly making lists of things that we need to get done and feeling that pressure to perform really it's often that pressure to perform and we just don't make time for ourselves to take the foot off the gas pedal to go inward and to check in with how am i feeling how am i doing what do i want what do i really want and when you're in a transition um, stage in life whether you are transitioning out of one job into another or transitioning into retirement or 
leaving a, a relationship, starting a new relationship. There's so many different transitions in life. Often we just don't give ourselves the space and the time to truly understand what it is that we want. And we need to make that that space and time and have a routine. Like I, I love having a morning routine, which helps me get really grounded for the day. And that routine includes doing a little bit of movement in the morning, usually just five minutes of some yoga, the sun salutations, just to get the kinks out of my body. And then to sit and do some writing, reflecting, some journaling, a little bit of meditating. Then I go into my work mode for a couple hours. And then the next thing I take more time again in the day and I go for a walk in nature. And that has been my, my guiding light in many ways is the time that I have taken away to step into nature and connect with myself, connect with my higher self, connect with my environment. That's where I find a lot of answers and clarity and confidence. The confidence that comes when you really listen to that soul voice. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I was reading that you have been in nature in many different places. There was a period of time where you were nomadic. Still am. Um, very curious because I'm entering into that phase as well. And I'm curious how that might have played into having maybe a different perception of your journey or how that might have changed maybe your view on what kind of life you're even trying to manifest. <laughs> yeah, a lot has changed. So Michelle, I guess it was just over three years ago where I left a job, a, not a job, it was a, a business I started and ran for 18 years. It was an, a nonprofit arts organization that promoted Canadian film and talent. And the pandemic hit it pretty hard. And I ended up trying to figure out what am I going to do? What am I going to do now? And that was my big question and the anxiety that came with all of that and ultimately it was me making time and space for myself in the forest where i was questioning and asking trying to understand what it is that i really wanted and i started to really tune into what i like to call my soul voice and the the piece of guidance it gave me first was to close my business that i really wanted to close it and that was like what do you mean really do i really and I leaned in and listened some more and ultimately decided to, yeah, that is what I wanted to do. Even the fear, even though the fear of um, letting go of that business was really, it had me in its grips for a long time. Um, I managed to really lean in and listen to the guidance that it was giving. And I started to trust that this is the path that I'm meant to be on. And the next piece of, um, wisdom i'm not sure yeah it was it was wisdom the, the the next whisper that let's call it that the next whisper that came to me was to get rid of our possessions and turn nomadic and this is at the beginning of the pandemic and it just felt right and my husband and i i brought it home i sat with it for a while or rather i walked through the forest with it is that right is that really what i want to do does that feel right? And that's part of listening to your inner wisdom is tuning in and feeling it. How does this feel in my body? Does this resonate as something that I really want to do? Does it resonate? Does it scare me? Does it excite me? And after sitting with it for a while, I realized, yeah, this is something I think I really want to do. I want to simplify my life. 
And I brought that home and talked to my husband about it. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. I can't believe it. Boom. (laughs) Like asking him to play a game of cards. And he says, yeah. And I'm saying, let's become nomads. He's yeah. Our children had had told us recently that they were going to move out. They wanted to move out with friends and stuff. The timing was right. And we were able to give them a lot of our furniture and everything. And so we leaned into that real simple nomadic lifestyle, which we're still living. We've got a couple bins. <laughs> we've got we've got toys. We've got our kayaks and our bicycles. And my husband has a motorbike and that sort of thing. But that we don't have any furniture. We don't. We've got a couple boxes of memories that we've kept in storage with my mother-in-law. But that's it. And I love the freedom that comes with that. And I really love the simplicity. And I want to maintain that minimalist lifestyle because there's a lot of freedom in that Mm -hmm. stuff can bog us down, right? It can really bog us down and weigh on us. I just helped my mom and sister move out of their house. They live together and they've been living together for the last 25 years and oh my gosh the stuff <laughs> the stuff it was insane and just i think there's something to be said about simplicity so okay. oh that's so beautiful yeah no it's very enlightening to see people who are living a different lifestyle and the possibilities that it could bring and then it's like not there's no energy that's going towards maintaining the stuff <laughs> that you have yeah. that in turn probably frees you up to to think on deeper topics and grow yourself yeah. in different ways so so there's yeah a lot of space that probably it it brings for you yeah and the opportunities like we were presented with an opportunity to live in a beautiful oceanfront home on bowen island for a while and it's wow it was like a gift to me it felt like a gift from god it was just incredible and more we were also given an opportunity to travel throughout europe so we took six months and traveled around. I was working on my business from my laptop and in different parts of Europe. It was amazing. And now we're moving up into the mountains for a couple for the ski season. We're going to we're going to explore what is it like to be ski bunnies for a while. And it's just it's easy to do when you don't have a lot of stuff that you have to worry about. And you see the opportunity when something presents itself. It's easy to make a decision too. you don't have to go. Oh, my gosh, how am I going to do that? It's just Yes, that sounds good. Yeah, there's more that can present itself to you, which is which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your book that's coming out. I know you hinted at whispers, and I know yeah, that that really comes into as a theme for you. So tell us a little bit about what's to come inside the book. Yeah, it's thank you. Yeah, it's it's all consuming right now. And I've so enjoyed this journey that I've been on. So the book is called Whispers of the Soul. And it's my personal story about overcoming of the anxiety that I hinted at when my business was hit and trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. And the, that all that monkey noise that was happening in the head that prevented me from really finding the clarity that I needed to make some decisions about what I wanted to do with my life. And it was my business coach at the time I I approached her and I'm like, I was so anxious. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like demanding, what am I supposed to do? 
And she's Anita, what do you typically do when you're feeling anxious? I'm like, I usually just, you know, go for a walk in the woods. I just find that being in nature so calming. She's great, awesome. Here's what you're gonna do every day for the next 30 days, you're gonna go for a walk in the woods. And I'm like, what? No, I can't do that. I've got so much I need to do. And I was expecting business advice, not nature therapy. She's my business coach for Pete's sake. But somehow she managed to get this commitment out of me to go for a walk every day in nature. And the only way I could make that work was by getting up at the crack of dawn before anybody else was up and slipping out the door. And every day I would march down to this little creek, Mosquito Creek, it was just below the Trans-Canada Highway, and I'm in Canada. And, and I would march along and have that demand that same question, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And over time, over the couple of weeks now doing this every day, I started to feel the calmness that would was washing over me because I was connecting with my environment, really connecting with the beauty around me. And I was starting to feel grateful to my business coach and to this beautiful environment that I'm in. And then from this calmer place that I was in, I asked again, what am I supposed to do? And that's when I heard it the first time, the the whispers of my soul that simply asked, what do you want to do? And it was my voice. It was my voice, but it was like an older, wiser version of me. And I didn't miss a beat. What do you mean? What do I want to do? What am I supposed to do? (laughs) And the response came, no, Anita, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, you do. And that really stumped me. I was just like, what's going on here? And I ended up marching back home and later that day I went into um, the bookstore clearly looking for more answers because I found myself in the spirituality section and there was a book on the shelf by Neil Donald Walsh called Conversations with God and I, I pulled it off the shelf, flipped it open and this one line just felt like it leapt off the page and it said, frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. And I realized I'm not listening to the soul, I'm not listening to my soul. I have the answers within me and I need to tune in and listen. And so I made it my mission to figure out how to really tune in and tap into that infinite source of wisdom that we all have. And every day I was back into the forest asking, what do I want? What do I want? And, and I was like, again, I was in that demanding mode and nothing. I would hear the the crickets. I would hear the birds in the trees and whatever, but I wouldn't hear that voice. And I knew I was onto something though. So I just kept at it. And then, and then I, I figured it out. I figured out the code, if you will, to cracking open that part of you that has the answers. And so that's a very long winded version of the the story that led me to writing my book whispers of the soul and it's about learning how to tap into and listen to that voice of inner wisdom and i can tell you now just in in a very condensed version like what it is that you need to do it's not difficult to tune in and listen it really is about quieting that the monkey noise here in your head getting present with your environment feeling gratitude and from this place of gratitude and connection with your environment your heart expands and that that expansion is that's basically it's love you're feeling love and expansion 
And from that place of love, you can connect with your higher self, that inner wisdom, and access all the answers that you need to know to make decisions, important life decisions about who you are, what you want, and why it matters. What are the next steps to take? These come from within. It's better to get them from within than from turning to your friends or husband or even coaches. Some coaches will tell you what to do. You want you if you want to work with a good coach, you need to work with somebody that will help you open that part of yourself out so you find the answers from within yourself. Um, yeah, it's so easy to ask externally, what should I do? What do you think? What do you think I'm good at? Things like that. And that's it's the trap ultimately. When totally. we listen to someone else's North Star or how they think we should do do a certain thing. So that's, yeah, that's really special that you found this kind of sanctuary space. Yeah. (laughs) Probably for some that's a forest and for others, maybe it's, it could be a meditative space. Even if you live in a crowded city or whatever it is, there's still some metaphysical forest that you can imagine yourself in as well. Well, absolutely. It doesn't have to be going into nature. However, I find that nature it expediates it. And it doesn't have to be in the wild, like just going for a walk in your na- neighborhood, connecting with the natural environment that's around you or sitting on your patio or in your back garden. Those are still great opportunities to connect. I think nature is your a portal to your highest self. Now, having said that, you're right. Meditating is another great way. It's really about calming the mind and connecting with your heart, your soul, opening up, going inward. And there's a multitude of ways you can do that. You can do that by woodworking, like or beading or like just the really that centering exercise, whatever it is that will help you just connect to that, that quiet, peaceful part of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. And I was curious, so when you started to get some answers, how did it come through? Was it you know, one step at a time, has your purpose evolved over time? I'm seeing that you're now more and more doing like international speaking and things like that. Is that something that you imagine yourself doing at that transition period? Or did it come to you over time? Yeah, it's so interestingly, it was walking in the forest after I closed or in the was in the process of closing my business. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, what now? And I kept getting this hit that I need to teach people how to tap into their inner wisdom. And my immediate reaction was, no, that's not mine to do. Who am I to do that? I'm not a spiritual guru. And I really pushed back on that. I had a few curious moments, however, where I questioned, like, what what would that look like? If I were to do that, what would that look like? And the first thing that came to my mind was to opening open a retreat center, a retreat and wellness center. And again, I like, whoa, that's where would I find the money to do something like that? That's just crazy talk. No. And I pushed that away. But I'm like, okay, but what else could I possibly do? And so I got a hit to start a podcast, write a book, offer retreats, And again, I'm like, nah, that's not really mine to do. And Michelle, I pushed it away for a year, a full year, because it just felt 
big and uncomfortable and unfamiliar and who am I to do that and what would people think? I was from the film industry as an executive in the film industry on a national level with people like in the highest positions in the film industry and I was like what are they going to think? Like I've gone this kind of woo-woo weird person <laughs> with the, this is the talk I was having in my head so I kept pushing it away. And I'm going to tell you, if it's okay, I'd love to tell you another just really short story on where I found or how the courage came to me to step in. It was in the summer, uh, my husband and I went on a kayaking trip. It was a big kayaking trip, a month long. And our, this is our nomadic lifestyle. We were living in a uh, tiny house and we can no longer the, um, live there. We had to move out. And we're like, well, what are we going to do? Oh, it's summer. Let's get into our kayaks and live in our boats for five, six weeks. And we got into our boats and we headed up, traveled over 300 kilometers up the coast of Canada, the West Coast. And if you had asked me like just the year before, if I would do something like that, I, I would have said, there's no freaking way. That's just too big and scary for me to do something um, like that. But over the course of the year of living on an island, I was loaned a boat. And I just, over that time, I just got familiar and comfortable in the boat and grew my confidence one little step at a time, it grew my confidence. Anyways, here we are on this trip. It's now three weeks into this this trip and I'm sitting in this little tiny boat in the Pacific Ocean and it's flat, calm. It's just beautiful. It's so incredibly beautiful and it's a hot day. And I put, I take my hat and I dip it into the water and put it back on my head and I could just feel this coolness of this water running over my body and there's an eagle sitting in the tree and there's just a serenity this beauty and i'm so in awe of this incredible place that i'm in and i'm in awe of myself for what i have accomplished that i told myself i could never do something like this just a year before and here i am having traveled up so many you know, miles, kilometers up the coast and push through some big winds and big waves and just feeling that, wow, I've done this. And it was in this moment that I heard that voice again. And it all, it was, it's time is what the voice said. Again, my voice, but a, an older, wiser version of me, it's time. And I knew exactly what it was time for. It was time to lean in and step into what I've been called to do. It was time to believe in myself, in my ability. It was time to take action and stop playing so small, stop telling myself I'm not enough, that I can't do something. Mm. And that was the beginning of, of that. And when I got back from that kayaking trip, I put the balls in motion and started to figure out what it was, how do I launch a, a podcast? And I launched a podcast a few months later. It's called The Joyful Journey. I just released the hundredth episode. So almost two years of doing the podcast and it's highly rated, received, and it's been a lot of fun. It's all about teaching people how to listen to that inner voice of wisdom. And I bring in some amazing guest speakers who share their wisdom. You were one of my guests on my show. And it's so wonderful to um, be able to connect with people and learn from people and teach people this incredible easy thing to do connecting with your higher self 
And I launched, I started to do retreats and then I started writing the book and I will have a retreat center one day. It will happen. It's the next big thing. My book is the thing that I'm just launched and, and we'll see where that goes. But yeah, thanks for letting me share my story. Oh, oh you're such a beautiful storyteller. I just so <laughs> like sucked into the details that you were describing. <laughs> I felt like I was there. So I can see how your book is going to come out with so much color to it. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And it's just such an inspiration to see people really have the courage to go out and pursue something, even if it's what you think might be out of your depth. And that's for a lot of us, the, the origin of that seed of that story could be this expanded version of ourselves that we haven't necessarily met yet but taking those little steps to get there is is where the their courage comes in and then there's the gap between where you are and where you want to go it incrementally shortens over time so absolutely um, and you're so right it's just it's about taking that single next step that's all you have to do is focus on this the next step and every step you take your confidence grows just like i shared about the kayaking like i was afraid before to go on a big trip but it started with just going out for 15, 20 minutes, building my confidence and then going out further and longer and then going out in less than ideal weather. And soon you've got this confidence and the skills to do this big trip. So that's like anything. We just take one step at a time, learn what we need to learn, then take the next step and the next step. And then you get to the top and you look back and you go, wow, look how far I've come. <laughs> It's such a beautiful analogy, right? That whole trip is, is just to apply that then to like a wider aspect of your life is, is yeah. And And we're all so capable of so much and we constantly are selling ourselves short and saying we've got, we all have that voice, that, that critic, that inner critic that says, who are you to do that? You're not whatever enough. You're not smart enough, talented enough beautiful enough, young enough, old enough, whatever that is, we've, most of us anyways, I can't say everybody, but I think a large percentage of, of people out there have heard that voice telling them that they're not enough. Right. And it's a lie. <laughs> right, exactly. And then tell us a little bit about this technique that you call stop. If you don't mind, maybe that plays into like when we have those challenging moments where, yeah, Sometimes, sometimes the results don't show themselves, I, I would say right away. So I think that also plays into our doubts because it, it, it can take time to build a business or to build that new foundation. Keep, keeping steadfast uh, along the path is part of it. So yeah, t tell us a little bit of your techniques for managing that. Yeah, the stop technique is so great and it's so simple and you can, it only takes a minute, two minutes maximum to reap the benefits of it. So it's a, it's an acronym. S is for stop. Just stop what you're doing. T, take three deep, slow breaths. Let's just ground you and get you settled. Oh, observe, observe what's going on around you. But most importantly, observe what's going on inside of you. Notice what you're feeling and what's bubbling up. And then P is proceed with love, proceed with love for yourself. What is the, the loving choice to make here for yourself right now? 
and it's often being more kind to to yourself. Mm -hmm. You can use this technique if you're in any kind of confrontational situation with someone as well. Just stop, take three deep breaths, <laughs> observe what's going on, observe what is being triggered in you, and then proceed with love. Choose love to move forward. Right. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's it's always handy to have some of these yeah. around <laughs> whenever we're triggered or some something along those lines. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful wisdom. Tell us a little bit about your gift that your resource, which is the three guiding principles to create a life of purpose, being and joy. Yeah. This is in many ways, it's the foundation of of my book. The three guiding principles are look, listen, and learn. And it's about looking in, inward, listening to that inner voice of wisdom and learning what you need to learn to take those baby steps. And I offer in the, this, these three guiding principles and in the, the free download that I'm offering to anybody who's interested are some steps that you can take and some practices that you can implement in your, your daily routine right now that will help you quiet the monkey mind and go inward and listen to that inner voice of wisdom. And then some techniques that you can use that will tap into the confidence so you can take action and learn what you need to learn. And you, there's the tangible skills and then there's the less tangible or the mindset skills that we need to learn to really be able to move forward with a beautiful vision for our life. And yeah, this little download that I have for you will give you a really great foundation on how to create that life. Beautiful. I can't wait to dive into it myself uh, deeper. And any last parting words of advice you would give the, the audience? Just come from, stand in love. Um, learn to love yourself really deeply. This is this has been my journey, has been a journey of self-love. Mm -hmm. And when we have that kind of love, deep love for self, that's when we become unshakable. And that's what we want. We want to be unshakable in the pursuit of our dreams and our life. And when you have love for self, then you have expansion for and love for others. And we would be, oh my gosh, can you imagine a world where everybody actually loved themselves? <laughs> it would be a kinder, more beautiful, less chaotic, less, less strife uh, in the world if we all learn to love ourselves more. I agree. And I think the more people that show others that it's possible, the more that opens up for everyone, really. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. So appreciate you. And I look forward to, yeah, con connecting again soon. So. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me here, Michelle.